today, I'm talking about gifts invested. But before I get into the moments of preaching, we're going to have a time of celebrating somebody who invested their life and the life of many other people. And uh, we are celebrating this morning Mei Ling Shen. Let's give her a hand. Amen. Amen. You'll get a chance to, uh, to give her a proper greeting in just a couple minutes. It's a privilege to work with Mei Ling for the last uh, many years that my wife and I have been here, since 2004. Mei Ling has been with this church since 1986, uh, when Ken and, and Mei Ling brought their first daughter, Jessica, to attend the Christian school in 1986. She began volunteering almost immediately in the school, and all three of her daughters graduated from our Christian school, Jessica, Elisa, and Angela. Let's give her a hand for that. Amen. By 1989, she was volunteering as a monitor in the classroom, which she did for the next 10 years. She ran the merit store, the field trip, all kinds of things, field trips in the school. And then in 1999, she was hired as the administrative secretary at the school. That was 20 years ago. 20 years she's been serving. When Betty and I came in 2004, we came to know Mailing as the glue that held the Christian school together. She was the one who knew where everything was. Somebody said this morning during our, our morning prayer, she knows where the bodies are buried. Um, and then she said, that's just a metaphor. Uh, she knew every procedure when you volunteered, and she knew when you violated those procedures, which I discovered several times. You know, I used to monitor in the school, and I actually went through the training. I got so many demerits, kids, I understand the pain of demerits, so I'm with you. And, uh, you know, I just came to know and love her, and uh, one of the things that my wife and I came to know and love about Mei Ling was her sense of humor. Um, I thank God when I hired more staff, because for a while I was kind of the target of her humor. And, and Mei Ling is like the memory of an elephant. You can do something to her, and then literally you're at an awards ceremony, and then your name's coming up a year later about something, you know, and she just drags you in. And then thank God when she turns that cannon onto somebody else. But uh, uh, she's, she's very formidably humorous. Uh, I don't think John Booker's here, but uh, just ask John. He's been in the crossfire many times from Mei Ling. He's paid the price. I think, Mei Ling, you're a dedicated and you're a tireless servant. You're one who loves the Lord and loves your family. You know, I, I, I loved Mei Ling when I, I used to be at the Christian school. That's where our offices were. And I'd go and ask her something, and Mei Ling would always start the conversation with, oh, I, I don't know, that's going to be really hard to do. And then you'd be like, seriously, it's going to be hard to do? Okay, well, sorry about that. But you'd always have it done the next day. It didn't matter how hard she said it was, she would always get it done the next day. And I'll tell you one thing about mailing as well. She always listens. Because if you're saying, man, we really need to buy a new fridge, you know, mailing would come to you with a coupon the next day. She has more coupons than any, every coupon ever made by human beings is in her house. She has an extra house just for coupons. It's amazing. She's got a coupon for, you ask a mailing for anything, she's got a coupon for it. She loved to share her life with others and, uh, you know, was very generous with her time and her family. 
always having food at gatherings and loving one another. Many times my family and I would enjoy great times together with the Shen family, uh, often at the Chinese food together at Jumbo Dim Sum, where I know I just, you don't dare go in and order, but you let Ken order and it's all good. You just eat the chicken's feet and you say, thank you, Jesus. It's a privilege and honor to be here today to honor you, Mailing. You have been a faithful servant, a dedicated employee of this church family, and a loyal friend to me and my family. Please enjoy this day. And uh, it's but a down payment on the reward awaiting you in the next day. Amen? Amen. So I'm going to invite Lorraine Demers to come now, and uh, she's going to just honor you with some more words here. Good morning, everybody. Well, it is indeed a pleasure to be here this morning, and I just want to start off, uh, Mei-Ling, I'm looking at that very, very beautiful photo of you, and it's a nice close-up, and I'm just a little jealous, because there is not one wrinkle on you. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying. Anyway, um, what a blessed day. What a blessed day. I love celebrations. All right, yes, try to get my train of thought back now. So um, Pam is not able to be here, Mrs. Schmierko. Um, she had a family engagement that she had booked months ago, and um, without any hesitation, um, I said, you take your time with your family, and uh, she's very sad about that. She was um, in the midst of canceling the whole thing, and we just said, peace over you, and uh, just go and be blessed. And we are having a number of celebrations at the school this week in honor of Mei Ling, so um, Pam will be able to participate in that. But anyway, I'm going to start off by saying it is my distinct pleasure and honor to pay tribute to Mrs. Mei Ling Shen on the celebration of her retirement from her position as Administrative Secretary of the Father's House Christian School, which for those who may not know, is an integral part of our church. There are three areas of Mei Ling's dedicated service I would like to touch on today. First is her love and dedication to the Lord Jesus Christ. You will notice before knowing Mei Ling very long that she truly loves the Lord with all her heart and her desire is to serve him in every aspect of her life along with her entire family. Her three daughters, many, many students and families are truly a testament to her Christian values and beliefs along with countless others who have had or continue to have the privilege of knowing Mei Ling as a dear and loyal friend. Secondly, Mei Ling's dedicated service to Christian education cannot be understated or surpassed, nor could many in this lifetime ever hope to achieve Mei Ling's level of dedication and unwavering service to a school, namely Mormville Christian School, which is now the Father's House Christian School. Mei Ling's education, her vast amount of wisdom, attention to detail, accounting practices and high standards of accountability, and unwavering support and dedication over and above what could ever be paid, have stood the test of time in bringing our school to where it shines today. She has seen our board, staff come through many storms, each time victorious. Hey, Mei Ling, victorious. Her quick wit and humor are a compliment to her character and both add much joy to the life of our school and church. Many, many stories will be told for years to come. We are grateful for you, Mei Ling, and may God be praised. Lastly, Mei Ling appreciates the alignment of the Father's House 
church, our statement of faith, our values and beliefs with our school, and the importance of building a church and a school on care. She has loved the experience of seeing our school come to a higher level of affiliation with our church in continuing to offer excellent academic program and equally as important, growing our discipleship pathway and student leadership for all of our students. She holds true to the values and principles of growing children, youth, and young adults who will love and serve Jesus the rest of their lives. Today, our entire board, all of our staff, all of our students, both past and present, parents and community honor you today, and you will never be forgotten, Mrs. Shan. We thank you for all you have done over many years and pray that God will bless you with great health, much more time for you, your family, including your grandchildren and many friends. We are so thankful, and I want to say this, Mei-Ling is not moving. She's not moving. Isn't that great? We are so thankful you are staying in Morinville and that you, your phone will be on speed dial in the months ahead as our staff forward ahead leading the next chapter of the Father's House Christian School. So now I just want to take a minute and just listen carefully, but if you ever worked with Mei-Ling at the school you had children that went there, you went there, or you had any, you volunteered, you were on the board, you are on the board. Um, and even those of you that work with Mei-Ling here at the church on a weekly basis or monthly basis, would you stand? Let's all stand. Those of you that have worked with Mei-Ling in any way, look at this. And there's thousands that aren't here today. Let's have a round of applause for all of you. I close with this one line, well done, thou great and faithful servant. Amen. Thanks. Thank you, Lorraine. You can take this too. Thank you. All right, we're going to invite the kids. Now they have a special that they want to come and do.
almost sure there were tears in your eyes as Jesus took your hand and you stood before the Lord and he said, my child, look around you for great is your reward. have confidence when we have our our Christian school kids up here. They just do a great job. Amen. We're going to watch a video, mailing and family, for someone who could not be here. What do you think is the first thing grandma will do when she retires? Sleep all day. (laughs) Play with us. When grandma was your age, what do you think she did for fun? Eat candy. How old do you think Grandma is? 41. 1,000! 20. 22! 98 years old. 65. 89 years old. One day year old. What <laughs> do you wish Grandma would do with you that she's never done? Hmm. That is whatever we want. <laughs> Dig a underground secret, um, Hidey hole, like. Make my dreams come true. Make a time machine. What do you love about Grandma? She's a blessing to us. What's your favorite thing to do with Grandma? Play video games and that she always loses and I win. I like that. (laughs) Of course you do. Who is Grandma's favorite grandson? (laughs) Favorite child, me. Who is Grandma's favorite granddaughter? Me. <laughs> what makes Grandma happy? Not making a mess. What does Grandma always say to you? Drink your water. You're my, you're my favorite girl. Drink your water. That's what she says always you're to me. My, Drink your you're water. You're my favorite grand, granddaughter. What sounds does Grandma make at night? Snores. (laughs) She snores a lot. This is what she does when she snores. (laughs) And I'm serious. What does Grandma do when you're not around? Don't ask me, ask her. Retire? If Grandma was a superhero, what would her power be? <laughs> if Grandma was an animal, what kind of animal would she be? An old one. An old one. An old one. What is Grandma scared of? Snakes, spiders. Bires. Snakes, spiders, bats, Bire. vampire Bire. bats, fruit bats, and lions, 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 cheetahs. Basically everything scary. Snow. Scary snow? 
What do you think Canada. people say about Grandma? She's smart. Probably. She's loving. What does Grandma think about germs? She takes, she takes a, she takes a spray and just goes attack. <laughs> Happy Grandma! I can't say it. Retirement day. Happy retirement day. Happy retirement day. You said retire either day. Happy retirement day, Grandma. That's way better than last. You're the best grandma in the world. I love you. Amen. Well, we're going to invite Mei Ling to come on up here. Let's give her a hand as she comes. Let's honor this servant of the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Lorraine, I believe you have a plaque that you're going to be presenting. It should be on. Here we go. Let's just check it one more time. I'm pretty sure I turned it on. It is on. Let's try it one more time. Hello. He's on break. No. <laughs> Hang on, we'll find one. He'll get it? Keep talking. Yeah. Here, let me try one more time. Make sure. I... One, two, one, two. This is fun to watch. Oh, they had it. One, two, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're thankful for technology. Well, um, I'm just going to do a quick presentation here, but uh, we wanted to honor you, Mei Ling, and uh, this is just a small token. There's many more things to come, but we have something in here that we want you to open because it's a celebration of all the years that you have served Mournville Christian School and now the Father's House Christian School. So I'm going to get you to read out what it says. Mei Ling Shan, in appreciation of your outstanding service in support of Christian education at the Father's House Christian School for over 20 years, the board, staff, parents, and students, thank you. Amen. And... Um, what do you, what do you um, get as a gift for someone like Mei Ling? Um, mm -hmm. we, we thought of a million dollars, and then we just thought, you know, it's a little extravagant, <laughs> right? But um, Doug is going to come and present something to you from all the staff and the board and all of us that we think will make you very, very happy. 
So this is a gift certificate. This, certifi this certificate entitles Mei-Ling Shen to one first-class return, they forgot to put that in there, <laughs> ticket from Edmonton to Oklahoma, courtesy of the Father's House. So Rachel read this and she goes, why would anyone go to Oklahoma? <laughs> it's because her daughter and son-in-law and grandkids are there. So if you take this to, um, to uh, one of the Delta and present it to them, they'll look at you and say, hey, crazy Asian lady, what are you doing? <laughs> But uh, no, we, we just appreciate this, use it, make sure it's at the highest season so that you can go and, and enjoy your grandkids. Amen. You know, we're going to uh, have Mrs. Uh, Agri come, but I'm going to ask the entire Shen family to come on up here uh, with, uh, with us. And uh, we're going to pray together for Mailing as a church family and uh, Mrs. Agri is going to lead us in that prayer, but why don't we wait for the family to come? Miling, I, you know, just uh, appreciate you so much, and uh, I'm so thankful and grateful to God for you and all the years of service that you've put in. So, Amen. Let's welcome the family as they come. Why don't you all stand and extend your hand toward Miling, and we're going to bless her and the family in this uh, retirement after many years of service. It's, an, it's expected of a servant that they would be found faithful. Wow, Mei Ling has so, has so been faithful. Lord, and we thank you for this woman of yours, Father, whom you lent to us to be a blessing all of these years. And now, Lord, we know that as she launches in to what is called retirement, that, Lord, you will go before her. Lord, you have many good days. The promises of God are yea and amen to her. And, Lord, we just pray such a blessing, Lord, of honor, of blessing, of health, Lord, of peace, and all of the good things of the Lord on her life and her family's life, her grandchildren. Lord, we just join together and we bless her in the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Oh, absolutely, yeah, now you, can, you get to talk now. She wants the mic and she's like, just remember I come after you. Here we go. Here we go. Uh. I have a lot of people to thank. Yeah. So, so I, I came prepared because I knew this was happening. Hold that mic right up to, to your mouth. Okay. So I have a lot of people to thank. And Jesus is the first name on that list. Amen. And I would like to thank the church elders, congregation, parents, and staff of the Father's House Christian Fellowship and School um, for volunteering and praying for the school. Um, did I say that right? 
You want me to hold okay, it? Okay, yeah. The school is building disciples for Christ, and you will all share in the blessings and spiritual legacy of the Father's House Christian School. It's been a pleasure to serve in the school these past years, but don't worry, you haven't gotten rid of me just yet. Amen. <laughs> Thank you. Let's give her a hand one more time. Amen, church. Amen. Man, she deleted a lot of names there at the last second. <laughs> How we doing? Okay, I said I'd have 20 minutes to preach. Now it's 18. That's all good. I can make this happen. Hallelujah. We've been talking about gifts invested, and we've talked about Mei Ling today. Uh, you know, we're in our series right now, church, called Faith Forward. Faith forward. And, uh, you know, in every area of our life, as believers, we are required to exercise faith. And uh, how many of you know we've been all been given gifts by God? And the investment of those gifts uh, really is what we're talking about today. That's why I talked about gifts invested. So here's my question that opens up, and I'll close my message with this. How will we invest the gifts that have been given to us? How will we invest the gifts that have been given to us? James 1.16 says this. I'm going to read it out of the Amplified. Do not be misled, my beloved brothers and sisters. Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of lights, the creator and sustainer of the heavens, in whom there is no variation, no rising or setting or shadow cast by his uh, turning, for he is perfect and never changes. It was his own it was of his own will that he gave us birth as his children by the word of truth so that we would be the kind of first fruits of his creatures, a prime example of what he created to be set apart to himself, sanctified, made holy for his divine purposes. Amen. Gifts invested. We've all been given gifts. This text talks about that. And uh, if we were to look at the context of this passage in James, it was something as I was preparing this message today, I was thinking about this as I, I talked about these gifts coming down from the Father of heavy, heavenly lights. Every perfect and good gift comes from him. But then I started looking at the context about what some of those gifts are. And I was surprised. Because the first gift that God gives to humanity is trials. Yeah, trials. It says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that's the testing of your faith that produces perseverance. Perseverance finishes the work, so you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. You know, trials are a gift from God. That's crazy. But how many of you know in this life, uh, there are hard times? There are things that come and press against you and I. And I want you to understand, you know, one of the things I do at every marriage, and, and nobody ever gets this except people that have been married for a while. I say, God, what you are going to hate about marriage to newlyweds is they're staring at each other's eyes. Uh, what you are going to hate about marriage, God loves. And what God loves is that pieces of you are going to be flying everywhere as two become one. Do you understand? God loves the thing that forms and shapes our character. And, and, you know, we spend most of our life in North America, particularly, avoiding trials. As a matter of fact, we do everything we can 
You know, we, we switch to new diet fads. We, we, we take this pill. We do that. We get liposuction. We do everything we can to avoid trials. And uh, really, you know, many other parts of the world just understand that that's a normal part of life. It's a normal part of life. And so we need to get that, you know. It's interesting to me, the Apostle Paul, um, when you look at his life, you know, he, he comes and he, he begins to turn towards the kingdom of God. And then God puts him on a shelf for 14 years. He's like, yeah, no, you're not quite, you're not quite there yet. I got to put you through a few more trials, Paul. And for Paul, who was a servant, who gave, 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 do, 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 God said, yeah, you need to pause now. And Paul's probably thinking, mm, okay, I'll pause for a few months. I need a rest. God says, mm, no, you need to bake a little bit longer in this killing of trials. I'm going to give you 14 years. Then I'm going to send a guy named Barnabas to come, and he's going to reignite the ministry that God has for you. Amen? So trials, guys, I know we're not amening that too loud. I didn't hear a lot of amens, but trials are part of the gift of the Lord. The good and perfect gifts of God, who, who doesn't change, who's not, you know, has no fault, is never wrong. There's things that come into your life and my life, trials. But then he goes on and says that we get the gift also of wisdom. He says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Wisdom. How many of you know that as you go through trials, as you go through trials, I often, I meet with Mrs. Agri uh, almost every Tuesday for breakfast or just for a coffee in the morning. And uh, I'll often tell her something I'm facing or going through that she can pray about in, for me. And her, her, Words to me almost weekly are this passage. If any of you lack wisdom, you can ask the Lord and he will give it to you. Amen. Amen. But she's right. Do you understand? Wisdom is always there for us, no matter what we're going through, no matter what we're facing. Do you know who wisdom is? Wisdom is a person. That's what the Bible actually says. In whom Christ, in Christ, the wisdom, the treasure of wisdom and knowledge is in Christ. Everything you face in life, church, every trial you go through, doesn't matter what it is. The answer is always the same. Jesus. Wisdom is waiting to meet you in that place. Well, that goes on and tells us another thing of the, the gifts of God. So we got the gift of God of trials. We've got the gift of God of wisdom. Now we got the gift of God of circumstance. This is what it says. Believers, I didn't put this on the screen, sorry. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position, but the rich should take pride in their humiliation since they will pass away like the wildfire. Man, that's, that's James gets hard. He gets hard sometimes. He says prosperity is short-lived as a wildflower, so don't ever count on it. That's what he's talking about. Don't trust in your circumstance. He's saying trust in God. That's the gift. Your circumstances can change. Do you know, I, I remember my prof in Bible college, my, my president of our Bible college, he said this, leadership positions come and go for the Christian, but servanthood is your continual office. It doesn't matter what position you're in. 
you are a Christian, you serve, your circumstances do not determine your future or your destiny. You can trust God. Whatever circumstance you find yourself in is a gift of God's presence is right there for you and I. Whatever circumstance you find yourself in, whether rich or poor, whether this is not where I thought I would be in five years, it doesn't matter. Whatever circumstance you find yourself in, God is saying, I am the gift that will meet you in that place. Amen? And you're like, well, this is a gift. Yep, circumstances. God is there. God is in the midst of them. Stop looking at your circumstances and, and holding on to those things as excuses or as roadblocks and say, God, you are here in this moment. What does this mean? I need to know where you are and I'm going to walk forward with you. Amen? Yeah, amen. You might as well amen because it just keeps going. Here we go. Here's a fourth gift from God. Testing. I know. And, and actually some of your translations calls this not testings but you're actually going to go through where the enemy comes in and really produces, what word am I looking for? Tr sorry, what was another one? Temptation. The word is actually temptation. It can be translated temptation or testing. How many of you know temptation comes to all of us and God is like, I'm allowing this, not that, I've al not that I'm the author of it, but I'm allowing it in your life to test you. It's like this. How many of you know, parents, that your kids, uh, when you say, when you come to the street, uh, you have to look both ways. And when I was growing up, there was a thing called point, pause, and proceed. You point where you're going, you wait, you look both ways, and then when it's safe, you proceed. But how many of you know my mom was not there after she came with me the first day to make sure I point, paused, and proceed? I had to then take what I had learned, and I was being tested now, I'm going to tell you the truth. Uh, the temptation to run across the street when nobody was there, stop pointing, pausing, and proceeding, I often gave in to. Until you heard that first car screeching its you know, wheels and beeping its horn, and suddenly mom and dad were right the whole time. And, and, but you need to be tested in these things. You need to be tested in the truth that God has given you. And so he's saying, God is saying, it's a gift. It's my gift to you that these tests come. And if we pass the test by trusting God, we actually grow in the character of God. How many of you know this has been the same since the beginning of time? And two things will come and test us every time. You can write this down. You can research it all throughout the word of God. It is true every time. Do you know how the enemy comes in and, and, and brings a testing against your life? He will speak against two things. Number one, he will speak against the word of God and he will speak against the character of God. That's it. His whole ball game lies in those two things. He will come in and say, you know, like Eve is a perfect example. Eve is there at the Garden of Eden, and uh, we were studying this the other day in our, in our devotions at uh, morning prayer, and uh, it's interesting that the command came to Adam. It didn't come to Eve. He had to tell Eve about the command. But the enemy tests Eve and he says these words, did God really say? You've heard me do this before. And she misquotes God. She says, well, God did say we must not eat or touch the fruit of the garden in the center of the garden, the tree, or we will surely die. He didn't say anything about touching it. He just didn't say, he said, don't eat it. Now, I believe this, and we're going to find out if I'm right in heaven. So until then, just either believe me or don't, it doesn't matter. I actually believe the enemy reached out and touched that fruit. 
Because the very next words out of his mouth are, you will not surely die. For God knows that when you eat of this, you shall become like him. So you know what he's doing there? He's saying God is not trustworthy. He's holding something back from you. And then the Bible says Eve saw that the fruit was pleasing to the eye, that it was good for food, that it was desirable for gaining wisdom, she thought. She took it, she ate, and then she gave it to her husband. Incredible. Failed the test. But Eve, Eve, sorry, you didn't really fail it as bad as Adam did. Because Adam was there the whole time watching. Dang, Adam. Not good. So here we go. God gave us the gift of testing. (laughs) The gift of circumstances. The gift of wisdom. The gift of trials. These aren't the gifts we thought they were, Pastor Greg. I understand, but they're all good gifts, God says. They're good and perfect gifts because I'm with you in them. I'm with you in the midst of these trials if you will find me, if you will look for me, if you will turn for me, if you will cry out for wisdom, I will meet you. I'll meet you there. So we get gifts from God, but here's the second part of the text. We we are all gifts from God. That's what it said. It was of his own that all of us gave birth to it as his children by the word of truth so that we would be a kind of first fruits of his creatures, a prime example of what he created us and set us apart from self, sanctified, made holy for his divine purposes. You are a gift from God. Mei-Ling, you're a gift. You're a gift from God. And how we invest the gift and how we treat the gifts that are around us is part of how we invest the gift of God in our life. We're gift in this world because the spirit of Christ lives in each one of you. The king of glory has come to abide in you by the power of his spirit. And if you will invest that gift of your life, church, if you'll invest that gift, and there's many things we didn't talk about. We could talk about the gift of time, the 64,000 seconds that you get every day and how you invest them. We could talk about the treasures, where your wallet is, there your heart is also. We could talk about your gifts and your talents and your passions, your talents that, of Lord. You can talk about your testimony, which is your life story. You know, there, how many of you know, like, your, your, your story, your story is a, is a gift to this world. When people mention your name, they say, man, yeah, I like that guy. I like that lady. Something different about them. I love when I hear testimonies as a pastor about your lives from people. They're not always good, though. 99% of the time they are. But every, every once in a while, I actually have to explain things to people. And it usually starts like this. Well, you know, we're all kind of becoming. Yeah, we're not perfect yet. Sorry that so-and-so ripped your head off when mm, they got an oil change. And then they said, I go to this church and I'm going to tell everybody at my church that you're not good at oil changes. (laughs) Sorry. I'll come and get an oil change still. You got a testimony, church. You're a temple, your body, your mind, your emotions. And then the truth, you've been entrusted with the gospel. How will you invest these things? How will you invest these things? I have one minute. (laughs) That's time management, people. (laughs) Come on, Pastor G, throw down. 
Uh, <laughs> take your life. Take your life, church. Take your life, church, and invest it. You know, Mei Ling invested her life. Mei Ling, I really felt I was praying for you this week, and I really felt the Holy Spirit wanted me to say, and I actually wrote it down. It says, you need to know that you did not invest your life in vain. You didn't. You invested your life in your children. You invested your life in, in children's people in this congregation's children. You invested your life in Christian education. You did not do any of this in vain. And I really felt you need to hear that. You know, Mailing, most of you don't know this, has a degree from Stanford University in, in the United States, which is a fairly prestigious university. She was working on her master's there. She was our Christian school secretary. Yeah. You're awesome, Mailing. Great is your reward. Because you have amazing family that you've invested into. You've invested into so many lives. God is pleased with you. Well done. Your real reward is in eternity. But enjoy that first class ticket while you get there. Amen? <laughs> Amen. My burden for the church family is this. And I've been burdened for this for well over a year. And the staff can attest to this. And I've been praying for this praying for you to be released into service, church. You must invest your lives. That's why you're here. You're here to invest your life in the service of the Lord. Lead a care group. Volunteer at higher grounds. Volunteer for a local sports team. It doesn't have to be in the church. You know, give and give more to see our church building finish. We're going to be playing a video about that next week. Man, we're in full, full, we're going forward, church. You, please come along for the ride. Keep on giving, keep on supporting what the Lord is doing. Trust God, serve, give, invest. Don't doubt God's goodness toward you. Invest all that God has invested into you, and great is your reward. Wisdom is waiting for you. Trials are waiting for you. Circumstances will not bend you. It doesn't matter. God is coming. Temptations won't turn you away. Why? Because God is with you in it all. Here's the question I started the service with. How will you invest the gifts that have been given to you? You get one life. You get one life. And let me tell you something. Mailing's reward, this is nothing compared to what's coming for her. Amen? Let's close in prayer. Gifts invested, Lord. God, I think about the incredible people in this church and the investments that they make continually. Lord, I pray for, first of all, for this entire church family, that right now, Holy Spirit, I release them to invest their lives in a greater way. Lord, they may say things, Lord, that are happening in our church, and they may say, well, I don't like the way they're doing this. Then change it. Get involved. Serve. Jump in. God needs you. I need you, church. We need you, church. This community needs you, church. This region needs you, church. It's time to invest your life more fully and completely in the kingdom of God. Trust him. Wisdom will meet you. Amen? Remember, God has given you these incredible gifts to invest, but understand something else. You are a gift.
You are a gift. Invest your life. You will not be disappointed. God will meet you. God will reward you. It is good. It is good. It is good. If you're here today and you're saying, Pastor Greg, I just want my life to be an investment into the kingdom of God. I want to put my life into those things. If that's you, I want you to raise your hand and just say, Pastor, I want to be an invested person. I want my gifts to be invested in this world. I want to glorify you, Lord God, with my life. Many, many, many hands going up. Amen. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, church. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Holy Spirit, come and speak to every person here about an area they can invest their life into. A little bit of this into that. A little bit of my time into that. A little bit more of my money into that. A little bit more whatever it is, Lord. Speak to us, Holy Father, we pray. We thank you for that now. In Jesus' name, amen. Why don't you give the Lord a hand clap one more time. Let's go forward from this place and invest our lives, church. Go in the grace and the peace and the power of the Holy Spirit. Greet Mei Ling. She loves to be hugged. <laughs> and that's a beautiful moment for me. I'm just going to leave it there. Go in the grace of God and the peace of God, church. Come back to prayer on Tuesday night, 7 o'clock. Amen.